Welcome to Peace Prof. Each episode, I share small-scale strategies and resources that can be practically applied to a broader pursuit of peace and reduce conflict within our lives, improving our spiritual, emotional, and relationship experiences. I'm Esther DeWitt, a college professor and author with a practice in organizational psychology. The pursuit of peace is my profession and my passion. Is political peace possible? Social media, the news media, and the general culture seem to be mired in political unrest these days. In the last election, I watched as family members and friends fought public battles using their keyboards that went beyond political disagreements and landed squarely into personal attacks and damaged relationships. Does the open exchange of ideas that is so precious to the United States culture and many others around the world have to result in such bitter divides? Arthur Brooks, the president of the American Enterprise Institute, shared at a conference at the United States Institute of Peace his conviction that political peace is possible. Political peace does not mean abandoning debate, disagreements, or other democratic process. It does not even mean that we eliminate anger. There has always been anger and always will be anger when there are important life-impacting decisions at stake. Anger is not necessarily the problem. The problem, explained Brooks, is the current climate of contempt. The Cambridge Dictionary defines contempt as a strong feeling of lack of respect for someone or something. A strong lack of respect for another person is a major barrier to communicating and understanding. Functioning from a framework of contempt for other positions, explained Brooke, is a perfect way for you to make a perfect enemy. When people sense contempt from others, they take it personally. They often feel that they are not really being heard and respond back with contempt of their own. Contempt compounds anger that is already present and leads to the kind of ugly political climate that is playing out across the world. Showing respect for others and their positions and opinions does not suggest that we agree with them or are giving in. In reality, it increases the likelihood of productive debate, where each side not only communicates their own ideas and positions, but listens to the other. It improves the odds that common ground will be found, or that a sound argument will be persuasive. And even if a vibrant exchange of ideas doesn't impact the other person's political views, By disagreeing better, we are less likely to damage relationships in the process. Political peace is possible. The caveat, though, is that it is only possible if we are willing to recognize and let go of our contempt for the other party's position. Once we release the contempt, we can treat others with respect, and respect is one of the key foundations of peace. Thank you for joining me for this discussion on peace. As an organizational psychology practitioner, Specializing in leadership, conflict, and emotional management issues, I am passionate about the skills related to the pursuit of peace. I am blessed to be able to share them here with you. This episode was written by me, Esther DeWitt. We invite you to follow Peace Prof, the podcast, and to follow Peace Prof on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also have a website, peaceprof.com, with archives of past episodes and a collection of other resources. If you enjoyed this episode, The best way you can support us is to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts.